0: Peace be with you, Jesus said to his disciples in that locked upper room. Can you imagine what it must have been like for the disciples? They'd seen their master beaten, betrayed, arrested, and killed. They were worried that they would be next, that there would be a knock on the door, and soldiers would come to take them away and put them up on crosses. They'd heard some odd things from Mary Magdalene and Peter and John, that they'd found the stone rolled away and the tomb empty. They didn't understand what it all meant. They were afraid for their lives, so they were hiding together behind locked doors. Suddenly, Jesus was right there with them. Peace be with you, He said, as if He was an angel saying, don't be afraid. They wondered if they were seeing a ghost, but He showed them the mark of the nails in His hands and the wound in His side. They were still there, but He was alive. It was Him there in the flesh, risen from the dead. He said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. He made them His missionaries. In Luke's Gospel, Jesus said, You will be My witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now how on earth were they going to be able to spread the news to the ends of the earth. You're going to have help, Jesus told them. Receive the Holy Spirit. Now, John told the story differently than Luke in the book of Acts. In Acts, Jesus told them to wait in Jerusalem until the Father would send the Spirit, which happened on Pentecost. The Hebrew harvest festival but in John's version of the story which reads almost more like a sermon Jesus breathed on his disciples now in Hebrew and in Greek the word for breath or wind or spirit is the same word in Hebrew it's ruach Say that with me. You almost have to kind of breathe out on the end. Ruach. In Greek, it's pneuma, which is where we get the word pneumonia or pneumatic. It has to do with air. In Genesis, which we heard a little while ago, at the very beginning of creation, the breath, The wind, the Spirit of God, hovered over the chaotic waters. And then God breathed life into the first humans in the Garden of Eden. Another place, of course, in the Old Testament that talks about the Holy Spirit is what we had the kids act out. Ezekiel 37 I invite you to turn to that in your Bibles, if you have them along, or if you don't, grab a pew Bible in front of you. You'll find it on around page 1345, 1346, kind of in that area, chapter 37 of Ezekiel. The people of Israel had been taken into exile in Babylon because they had abandoned God. They had filled their land with violence and worshipped other things. And so God allowed them to experience the consequences of that. Their enemies crushed them. Their city and their towns lay in ruins. They had no hope, no life, no breath. But God promised that He would restore them. He would cleanse them of their sin and give them new hearts. He would gather them from the nations where they had been scattered, give them new life, and bring them home. The Valley of Dry Bones is an Easter story of resurrection. The promise in that story is that even though you have fallen far from God's purposes, even though your bones are laying dusty dry in the valley, the Lord will raise you up. What God did to the dry bones and to Jesus, He will do to you. He will give you new, resurrected bodily existence. God's breath, wind, spirit, breathes new life. When have you had... When have you felt a breath from God filling you? He does it each day, each moment. Each breath that you take, the one you just took, is a gift from God. We so often take our breath for granted until something happens to make us more aware of it. When I had pneumonia recently, at night, each breath was painful. Thankfully, it didn't last long. I had a pretty mild case, and the antibiotics cleared it up in a few days. Just being able to breathe deeply again is such a gift. It made me all the more grateful for that ability each moment. You've had times like that too, where suddenly you become more grateful and aware of God's breath filling you. You received some good news that dispelled your anxiety. The test results came back clear. Your son, serving in the Middle East, called to say he's safe and doing fine. You finally experienced healing or some relief from your pain. A new relationship came like a breath of fresh air. Your world changed. A cloud lifted. Suddenly you had hope. A new life. Moments like those aren't just happy circumstances. They're a breath from God. A touch of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do in you as we said in the creed to get together the holy spirit is the lord the giver of life he makes you holy he sets you apart for god's use he breathes faith into your life he gives you the ability to trust god's promises and follow christ which you would never which none of us would ever do on our own Faith is the best Easter gift of all, the gift of a renewed relationship with the one who created you, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, who was and is and is to come, the Almighty. He claims us as his own and sends us as his missionaries, sometimes across the world, but more often right to the people community, workplaces, and schools we are already in. However, sometimes we are reluctant missionaries. We don't want to go out of our way. We like staying in our locked rooms. Someone else can tell people about Jesus. We can hire someone to be a missionary. We can hire someone to preach and teach, someone to spread the good news. I don't have to do it myself, do I? I mean, it would be really out of my comfort zone to talk about faith with someone. I, I wouldn't know what to say. And they might not appreciate it. I mean, after all, isn't faith a private matter? No. Faith in Jesus Christ is not private. It is very personal. It's a relationship between Jesus and you. But... It's never private. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you, Jesus says. Not just to the disciples, but to you and me today. Everyone who claims to follow Christ is to be a missionary. I want you to be my witness, Jesus tells us. And so I breathe on you the Holy Spirit to fan faith into flame in your heart and fill your sails to send you in service to your neighbor next door and across the world. Today, God is sending not just the people who accepted the 2016 Mission Challenge here at Emmanuel, but every one of you. Jesus forgives your doubts, your lack of faith, your hard-heartedness, He enters the locked rooms of your heart and speaks God's peace into your life. He breathes His Holy Spirit upon you to fill you with faith and send you out on His mission to renew the world. See you on the mission field. Amen.